podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a So, hi, Maureen. Hi, Beth. You're, you're on the phone again. Uh, yep. Hello, everyone else. Welcome to Two Hoes from Delco. Uh, I, you know what? I should be able to keep count because we've only done like five episodes. I think this is episode five. It was about us, Wawa, um, cats and dogs. Is that all we've talked about so far? Wawa and cats I and don't dogs? Remember. No, there's something else I thought. Um, uh, yeah, so we're really bad at podcasting because we don't even know how many we've done. Totally not organized, on detail oriented. Oh, we did Delco folklore and mythology. Yeah. Okay, great. There you go. That's awesome. So uh, now, this episode, we're going to do breeders. We're really excited to talk about breeders today. And I just also. It's going to be the first episode, but I said no, it will alienate all listeners and we should wait until they get to know it's slightly better before we unleash that on them. Yeah, I, I agreed with Maureen as much as I was really excited to just immediately go in and offend people and talk about breeders, but I thought that ultimately, Maureen, that you were right in that instance, that we didn't want to alienate people. So, uh, And I feel like this is offensive to everyone, even to a lot of people who would agree with us that like having children is morally, essentially morally wrong, which is like, if I'm completely honest, I believe that. And I don't care if you think I'm judging you morally because I am. Uh, but I think it's morally wrong. And um, I think also though that the term breeder kind of came from the gay community. So I think a lot of gay people may get annoyed that we as child-free by choice people use it as kind of a derogatory term for those that wish to have children and procreate. That's actually a really excellent, um, you know, call to to what a breeder is, I think, uh, where the word comes from, because it does come from the gay community. Um, a lot of people who the, who don't know what a breeder is, I just want to like go in depth there. And it's that within the gay community, it's what they call straight people who procreate and have babies and they're called breeders. And it's really funny. Um, to call straight people breeders because it's kind of like their sex lives. I better like really boring, and uh, they're they're just their only drive in life is to procreate, and that's just really pathetic. So I think it's great. I think it's a great word. And, and for me, it's also like the idea that you're only the idea that some breeders do have that like you're really only have worth as a person if you're procreative. And also some people believe that it's morally, it's a moral, like, calling to procreate. Like, that you're, people call, people who choose to not have children, like, breeders will call, like, us selfish. Like, you're so selfish. Like, really, I cannot think of anything more selfish than, like, 
creating like a repeat of your own fucking DNA to like trash the planet. Like it's like the biggest fucking carbon footprint you can make. And I'm not even an environmental person really, but like making another human being and putting it here is really a horrible thing to do to the earth. So in any case, that's some of the uh, delightful things that we're going to talk about in this episode. And uh, before, though, before we get into it, we really get into some of the issues that Marina and I brought up. I also want to, like, kind of put out there for people we may have lost at this point in time based off Marina and I's opening statements on breeders. I, I want to say that I'm actually on the fence about breeding myself. Uh, I'm a cis, straight, white female. Uh, I can have children. So in a lot of those privileged ways, um, I am on the fence. Like, should I or should I not? And so for people who might have might be offended by the fact that we're talking so frankly about how horrible it is that you've chosen to have children in this world today, we're going to get into the subtleties of it, okay? So it's not just a black and white um, kind of topic to go over in any case. Um, right, and just, to, just, as, just hmm. as a disclaimer, I'm yes. exaggerating my disgust with it. I have a lot of friends who have kids, and that's awesome, like, good for them. Yeah. Thing, mm-hmm. All that jazz. However, for myself, like, for whatever reason... I was not born to see any appeal in it. Like, never in my life have I seen an appeal in having children. Like, I think babies are gross. I'm annoyed by them. Like, they shit everywhere. Like, I just, I, I want no parts of it. None. But, I, like, I don't like babies. Great if you do, but, like, I don't, don't like babies either. Me. Like, don't fucking bring them to work. Don't, you know, I mean, if you want to bring them in for a cute visit, fine. But, like, no, none of this. Like, I want to breastfeed at work. You know what? Okay, hold on. I've been Let's get into pumped, but no breastfeeding. <laughs> um, yeah, all of this stuff we're going to talk about. And um, I just want to say uh, what we have to do first, though, is do our uh, parts of the episode where we do uh, the apology section. And then after the apology section, we have like a little recap of uh, previous episodes to kind of touch base on things we might have been wrong about or something like that. Um, so to get started, so Maureen, did you listen to the last episode? No, I never listened to them. All right. Um, okay, well, let's see. Let's see what I have um, in my notes from the last episode. Oh, trigger. Trigger warning. Uh, we did not issue a trigger warning. We talked about rape in the last episode. And uh, it's important that you always give a trigger warning when you talk about things like that. And it, granted, uh, it just came up. You know, the rape just like, it just, the word rape just came up into the conversation. I, quite frankly, I just wrote it down. I don't even remember how we talked about it. So I just wanted to say... You uh, just wrote down rape? While we were talking, you just wrote down the word rape? Uh, it, it says, talking about rape without trigger warning. That's my note. Oh. I thought you just wrote down rape. No. No. I didn't just write down rape. <laughs> I, would, I would never do that. I bet you wouldn't. 
Um, and so, in any case, though, I want to just put this out there for every episode. If you're listening to a podcast called uh, Two Hoes from Delco, you, you know, I, I feel like the trigger warning's probably assumed in there. Like, I mean... Uh, yeah. I, thank you. Thank you. Okay. I've been biting my lip. I agree. Yeah. Go ahead. But I, I still think we should say sorry. Because uh, we didn't officially say trigger warning. So we're just going to say trigger warning from now on when we start an episode. Uh, and I'd like to just, you know, I was thinking about this too. Uh-huh. I'd like to just put this out there. And I feel like a lot of the media anymore does not make this clear. What we're saying, the things that we're saying is fucking opinion. This is an opinion piece. It's not news. Mm-hmm. It's not facts. No. You don't have to fucking agree with it. Nope. This is our opinions, and, like, That's if right. you're offended, like, sorry, but, like, also I'm sure you could say a lot of things that would offend me, and, like, frankly, I'm here to be honest and talk about a certain side of things, and, like, that's specifically my side of things, and I also want to listen to other people's sides of things, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't think everything has to, like, anything, there's so many things that I could say that people could taken an offense taken away that they're offended and um, I'm not gonna apologize every time. Well so far actually no Marie... apologize to me for the things that happened to me in my life that were fucking offensive. So like fuck you guys too. Fuck everybody else too. Well, uh technically Marine you you haven't apologized in any of these segments yet, so Right. And that's why. Uh, the other thing I wanted to apologize for from the last episode is uh, saying the the F word. And by the F word, I mean the, F, the word F-A-G-G-O-T. Yeah, F-A-G-G-O-T. And even though we were saying it to, we were talking about the Billy Bobby Brown memes and and she says it in those memes... And it technically it's not her saying it, but okay, okay. So and that word's in those memes a lot, and we were talking about them, and we said the word. And the thing is, it's kind of I feel like it's the same thing with other um, like racial slurs towards certain persons or um, certain things you could call women. That I mean, I find offensive if a guy calls a a woman a hoe. But when I call Marina Ho, it's okay. But I don't like it. I don't like hearing any guys call Marina Ho. So it's kind of like that, right? And like bitch. Yeah, I mean, bitch is kind of like bitch. Everyone's a bitch, you know. Everyone's a bitch. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. different. Bitch is kind of a word everyone can own. It's a safe word everyone can say. But um, in any case, I want to apologize for even saying it. And I've had this conversation with. Uh, many um, gay friends of mine, and they she all. Got gay friends. I do. Everyone. I have gay friends. I don't mean to other them in that way to make a comment on whether it's okay to okay. say the F word or not. Like, it's not. That's not cool to do that either. I'm kind of stuck in a corner here, but I just want to specify that none of them were okay with it. They are not cool with it. And, and if you hear another gay person say it, it's kind of like. The same thing of owning a derogatory term that's put upon them and a way of owning that is like calling it to each other or 
literally or just not even saying it at all. But in any case, it's a triggering word. It's a really bad word and we shouldn't have said it. And I'm really sorry. And I wanted to apologize for that. Um, Kids in the Hall has a skit about that word. Should check it out. Oh, really? What's, what's it called? I feel like... It's probably called that word. It's probably if you Google Kids in the Hall. Then, well, that would make sense. Well, come up with a lot of things if you Google that word and Kids in the Hall, but um, okay. yeah, it's about the word itself. Great. So everyone, if you want to learn a little bit more about that word and the, you know, the social... Don't say it. Don't say it, but type it in Google. Type it. You could type it in Google. And again, it's spelled F-A-G-G-O-T, and it doesn't matter uh, if it's all lowercase or all uppercase. Mm -hmm. Nope, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Capitalization does not matter. You can put it in quotes if you want to, it'll still come up. Oh, as we go on, I also want to apologize. This episode, what's happening right now, I want to apologize for something that's happening right now, and that is the amount of noise you're probably hearing in the background. There's, like, construction going on in a house across the street from me. Um, my neighbor's having a barbecue, so I didn't want to sit by my back window and talk to Maureen about breeders because, honestly... I'm trying to get my neighbors to like me, and I don't think that would be very good uh, for them to hear that. And then also, yeah, then there's like, I'm on a city street, like I I live on a, a busy city street, so buses go by, motorcycles go by, you know, it's very noisy. And so if it really um, bothers you, I just wanted to say that I'm sorry about that. We should have called it the apology show. Uh, oh, I meant to say, so I also, I lied in the last podcast. Uh, Wawa did not write me uh, and ask me to go to the 20th and Hamilton Wawa to... Why would you lie about that? Well, I just, I just wanted to, uh, talk about Wawa and one time they actually, one time when I complained at them for not having hash browns, they, they did write me and give me a $5 <laughs> gift certificate, but just like, hash brown. uh, but they didn't do it, do it that time. Hash and brown. yeah, I think you should, uh, apologize to me for make fun of, making fun of me for the way I say hash browns. Like it's no big deal. Hash brown. You're a bull, you're a bully. So anyway, I lied. I lied. But I everything else was true. I did go to my favorite Wawa, and I did get the baked potato soup with sour cream and a side of mac and cheese. That all really happened. And I did see somebody that looked like Anthony Bourdain ordering a hoagie. But, uh, and, uh, let's see. all credibility. Uh, someone, oh, someone tweeted at me. So part of our apology section is we want to have people tweet at Maureen and I and um, tell us what to be sorry for. So if you're interested, you tweet at me, and um, my Twitter handle is at Beth Heinley, which is B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space. Uh, and that's my Twitter handle, and you could find me on there, and you could just tweet at me and ask me to apologize for anything I might have said to offend you, and we will we will uh, 
apologize to you on the podcast, the following podcast. And uh, Maureen's Twitter account is, uh, Maureen, did you set up that Twitter account? Oh, no. Well, you did you set did you sign did you sign in though to that old account you had? No, no. Uh, did anyone tweet me? I don't know. Did I'm not. I'm not in your Twitter. Yeah, but you're not. Um. Anyway, you know what is bullshit? What? That I just thought of. Um. We did talk about how like the word breeder came out of the gay community. However. Gay people can totally be fucking breeders. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, and they're like the worst kind. And the and also, um, it seems to be. I don't know. Is it more frequent? We're gonna talk about it. But yeah, um, gay people can totally be breeders. Absolutely. Um. There's there's no there there's really it's it's yeah. Uh, I don't know the word that I'm looking for. Uh, but can I please get through this apology section here, Maureen? For the love of God, get it over with. The other thing I wanted to apologize for was we kept on calling um, hijabs, hibjobs, instead of hijabs. It's a hijab, which is um, the cloth that Muslim women wear over their heads. Um, and we said it wrong. And I wanted to apologize for that because people might. Wait, what's the right way? It's hijab. H i j h i j a b. We were saying hibjab. Uh, I was saying h i j a b. Oh, oh. I, know what we're saying. I wasn't uh, saying. I was saying it backwards. No. Well, I was. I mean, I really was. Well, and backwards so- is wrong. Well. I was. I'm sorry about that. Um. Mm, I don't want to do that. I wrote down "say sorry" for all white women, and I must have been in a goofy mood or something because I really don't feel like saying sorry to, to all white women or for all white women. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, we suck it's, it's, probably. You don't even have their consent to do so, Beth. I mean, you're really getting fucking carried away here with this. Well, you know what I think I was thinking about? I was thinking about that white yeah. lady who called the cop on that little girl who was trying to sell bottled water out front of her apartment building to go to Disney World. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I was thinking of that white lady, and then I was like, God, white women, like, suck in the news. So maybe I was thinking I would apologize for all of us. Yeah, but, like, you wouldn't do that. I don't know if I would do that or not. Okay, cunt. You know what? No. I mean, that is really ridiculous to call the cops on a nine-year-old girl. I mean... I mean, calling the cops is a pain in the ass. Why would you do that? Yeah. I wouldn't do that. You're right. Anyway, um, that's, that's all I have for the apologies. I'm sure there was more. I'm sure there was more to apologize for. Uh, oh, actually, someone You're tweeted at me... Fucking, this is very like, female of you, like... Oh, I'm so sorry. 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 Apologizing. Sorry. 
All right, so I know it's very anti-feminist to apologize for things, but maybe if uh, people who are more privileged than others apologized more, the world would be a better place. Oh, um, and, and And what's wrong with, I mean, I hate that, let's do the, like the double standard here. I hate that women apologizing is turned in, turned into a weakness when I think it's actually takes a very strong person to admit that they're wrong and say that they're sorry. True. One time I was at the hardware store and uh, this old man was trying to help me find a washer or something like that, um, like a little bolt thing, screw thing. And uh, I didn't realize the price was in one section or another. I don't know. I was looking for the price or something. I was like, oh, there it is. And I went, I'm sorry. Never mind. I see it. And he goes, don't say you're sorry. It shows weakness. And I was like, do I, I really don't need this shit at the hardware store. Like, I don't know. Maybe I do say I'm sorry too much. And I'm sorry about that. But I I don't really need that shit at the hardware store. I'm just trying to fucking get some nut bolts and shit for my house. Uh, I don't need to be psychoanalyzed at the, like, screw section of the Once hardware I got store. yelled at in Walmart because I was drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper, and, like, this man was like, No! You should not be drinking that! It takes all the B vitamins out of your body! Horrible for you! Well, like I mean, soda does have carcinogens in it. I thought... Yeah, well, it's not his fucking business. I thought he was going to yell at you for drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper because you should be drinking a regular Dr. Pepper. That's like an insult yeah. to be drinking a Diet Dr. Yeah, Pepper. Diet Dr. Pepper, I'm... Well, I just drank one. What's that? I just drank a Diet Dr. Pepper, and it is an agnostic beverage. And being that I am a strict agnostic, it's what I'm allowed to drink. It is a religious thing. Um, great. Now they got the table saw out across the street. Like, this is ridiculous. <sighs> anyway, uh, that's all I have for the apology section. Um, and now let's get into recaps. So uh, the recaps from the last episode I wrote down here to uh, oh, double check with you about the stripper date for the word we're talking about getting a stripper to come out um and and dance for us in front of the uh, historic lansdowne sycamore tree and uh we said that july 18th would work and i'm just double checking that date with you you have to wait till i check my um my schedule can we not do okay. it live what's that <laughs> Can we not do this live right now? I was unprepared. What? No, I know that we put up the schedule for that week, but I don't know what it is. Okay, the other so thing is uh, that we could talk about, I called them up. You can. They told me I could book a stripper the week of. No big deal. They said I could do it like two days before even. And uh, they were also gave me different strippers that you could get. You could get, I was thinking the traditional cop would be cool, like a cop stripper. But then yeah. I was like, that would be like really, again, we would have to apologize a whole bunch for that. 
because yeah, I mean, because that's inappropriate. Being that um, you know how they they shoot and kill black people, so which is fucked up. And so I don't want to get. I don't like want to have a thing that justice away from the fucking system as he strips off his uniform and like when he comes out of his uniform, uh-huh. then he's free. Yeah, like, but then people boy. be like, it's just too. It just you know I say privilege a lot you know, on this podcast, and I think it reeks of, of privilege. Reek. Like, that we would make a joke of it in that way. Anyway, we can get a pirate. Uh, they have clown strippers. I thought <gasps> a clown so would be... That's perverted. Clown yeah. stripper, gross. Ew. Uh, they have bank robber. Like, they have them pretend uh, that they look like bank robbers. They look like burglars. I'm into the pirate. pirate. We both agree that pirates are sexy. I'm thinking we both agree on that. You want to get a pirate? Yeah. Although okay. I got a little too, like, hipsterish, like, ah, like, everybody loves pirates. No, pirates. I'm kind of, I'm just more partial to the clown than I am the pirate, but. I mean, I do think the clown is hilarious, however, like, there is a whole specific, like, sexual subset of people. That are into clowns, and it's just too. Yeah. Like, you got a problem with that? It's attract the wrong type of person. I, yeah, you know what? Of all the sexual fetishes, yeah, I kind of do have a problem with that one. I just don't want to be around it. Like, it's cool, like, whatever floats your boat, as they say, but just keep that shit away from me. They, they do have a, they have a doggy um, costume. That, for the stripper? Yeah. That is disgusting, and I love it. Let's get you want to do the doggy one? Yeah. Oh, I thought like, you weren't we'll going to be into that. Shit. No, we'll make them do dog stuff. Yeah, okay, great. Because, like, Be- stages of undress from the dog costume. I mean, you know them, how like, my... water out of a bowl. Yeah, I'm, like, partial to the furries, so... And I thought you were yeah. disgusted by it, so I wasn't going to even mention it, but the fact that you're so open I, uh, to it... Yeah, but we can do, like, a really good public humiliation over the top. Okay. The dog all right. I still am a little upset yeah, no. that the clown didn't work out, but all right. Uh, yeah, no. uh, the other thing for recap, so our, our last episode was the cat and dog episode and we did not talk about spay and neutering your pets. Oh yeah. Please spay and your pets. We didn't say that. Um, we, Talked a lot about animal sex between humans and animals. Humans are animals, but we didn't talk about spaying, neutering your pets, which is really. Come to think of it, you know, dog stripper is really appropriate for us. So. Uh, back, <clears throat> look, stop thinking about the dog stripper, and let's move on uh, to our recap stuff. Um, because, well, also the spay and neuter your pets, I didn't mention Zion and Leona, my two cats before uh, that they're I dead. talked about. That they're, de- they're both dead, but they, yeah, were, they were lovers when they were alive, and they had a litter of kittens. Yeah, 
and that's really irresponsible of me as an owner, and it was because I didn't get them spayed and neutered in time. Also, I think I, it was in college. I feel like a lot of that happens to a lot of college age people that don't yeah. have accidentally get pregnant, yeah. and it really is a metaphor for a human being. Bring mm-hmm. us to the topic of breeding. Breeder, but we can't do it yet. Anyway, so also we can't get to breeders yet. Uh, Leona was a calico cat, and we didn't talk about calico cats. Um, what do we have to say about them? They're cute. They're cute. They have they have uh, they're multicolored fur. They 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 have all colors in their fur, which makes them so lovable. And most like all calicos are female. I think like. Uh, there can be a male. I really think it's actually all females or calicos, which is like. I forget neat, to be honest with you because there are genetic traits. I think that you're right. I think all females, all calicos are female. Yeah. Um, but and people think that all orange cats are boys, but it is not true. Like there's, I've seen plenty of orange female cats. There, it is rare to be an orange female cat, but there are orange female cats. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. More so than. People are like, no, it's not a thing. Like, yeah, there's not a lot. Um, but, like, it's actually, I guess, it's a genetic thing that only, that calicos are only female. It, like, travels on the same gene or something. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but. Oh, there was one point in the, um, the podcast I just wanted to clarify where I said dogs are bred from human beings. That's an exact quote from me from the last um, podcast. And that sounds like human beings bred dogs, like as in birth them. And I just wanted to clarify that that's not what I meant. I meant that dogs took two dogs and put them together and made more dogs, not the other way around. Um, yeah, and then the way you got on I, about dolphin sex, we kind of veered off from cats and dogs for a second. Although there's a lot of videos online of dolphins swing, uh, swimming with dogs. Like apparently that's a thing. Dogs and dolphins like swim in the ocean together. And it's actually really common. If you search it online, you'll see at least five videos of a dog and a dolphin swimming together, which is really cute. I love animal couples. Um, but in any case, uh, we got into dolphin sex for a second. I just wanted to say that this has been, there has been scientific studies that we're not just like going off, going off the handle here, so to speak. Um, but there was actually, I don't remember the biologist's name and I wrote it down here so that I would then Google it and then know the the doctor's name, but I forget her name, but, uh, she was, uh, Biomarineologist. What, what are those people called? Marine biologists? Biomarineologist. Um, marine biologist. There's a lot of chemicals in my house right now, too, by the way. So um, I am more dumb than, than usual, I feel like. Wow. Meaning to say that I, I might be high from the fumes. I don't know. In any case, she lived with a dolphin as an experiment to uh, try to learn dolphin language and teach the dolphin language so that they could speak and to each other. It's 
the dolphin in the air or is she in the water? She's in the water. She's got like a, a, a tank set up that's like she can be, I mean, obviously not always underwater, but she's practically always in water. And okay. the, so she has an apartment like in a dolphin tank. I've seen wow. pictures. It's pretty interesting. In any case, so one of the things that the dolphin liked was to get hand jobs. And she, okay, yeah, she would jerk off this. Well, What's that? Female dolphins masturbate up against like coral. <laughs> oh, really? Well, this was a male dolphin, and this doctor regularly would um, jerk off. Drip off the dolphin, and it's a, a science. It's in science. I mean, people drip off horses to get their semen to make baby horses. <clears throat> oh, and then I mentioned adventure cats, and then you were like adventure cats, and then I just kept talking, and we never talked about what adventure cats are. Did you adventure cats? Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to specify adventure cats are really cool. It's kind of like, I feel like this is like a new trend with pet owners of cats, but they take their cats onto hiking trails. They take their cats camping. Oh, so cool. They take their I'm cat really to the about. beach. Yeah. Awesome. I saw a blind one like that on a video on Facebook. Uh, well, yeah, I know how you like those disabled cats. But. Oh, yeah, they're so cute. I thought Ether was blind, but then the doctor said, no, he's just retarded. Uh, the other thing is, Maureen, we already apologized. Do we have to apologize again next week for this? You're not supposed to that say that word. Quote. That was not me saying that. That was me quoting someone, so fuck that. Uh, the other part of the recap I wanted to say was I went to uh, the vet. Bub, Beelzebub had another vet visit, and I told them that his preferred, uh, their preferred pronoun was they, they, them. And did uh, Yeah, I did, and they That's respected awesome. that, and uh, it good. went really well, and from now on, Bub <laughs> is to be referred to as they, them. Yeah, I love it! Yeah. So, in any case, that's, that's all I have. From the, that's uh, that's all I have to recap. Um, and so now we can really get into the nitty gritty, the nitty gritty of breeders. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> so again, let's go back to what we started at the beginning. Uh, the terminology. What what is a breeder, Marina? If you want to elaborate on that. Um, what is a breeder to me? To me, a breeder is a person who, um, really places, like, a lot of importance on having babies. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, like, this sweet attitude about it, too. Like, this is, like, their moral, like, this is, like, their moral right to make more people, mm -hmm. um, and if you are not a part of that, like, you're less than a person, um, and my children are better than your children, you know, 
Um, oh, it extends yeah, beyond that. Things that go along with go along the, with you know. Breeders aren't friends with other breeders. Ideas of breeders, yeah, like you know, it's very um, competitive with other kids. Like have to go to that school, you know, that kind of like that's what I think of. That's like the stereotypical breeder in that nutshell. I find that interesting that you think breeders don't like each other. No, I, I think, think they that's... are competitive with each other. I don't uh -huh. think that they dislike each other. I think that they hurt together, you know. It's like, mm -hmm. make it, it's child-centric. Like, our culture is, like, child-centric. Mm -hmm. And it makes every confession for the child to be comfortable when, like, in the past, you know, like, it was, like, children are seen and not heard. Do I think it should be that extreme? No. Mm -hmm. But, like... Sometimes, like, you have to fucking yell at a kid. Like, am I somebody who says, like, you should hit kids? No. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, I'm not really going to judge other people for their opinions on that either way. Like, I don't really give a shit about it. Because I don't have kids, and I don't know how hard that is. And, like, let me just put it out there. The reason I don't want kids is because it's fucking hard. And that's the other thing about, quote, breeders, is, mm -hmm. like, they insist that having kids is, like, the most wonderful, incredible blessing, and, like, there's, like, even, you know, like, and it's not horrible, like, it's horrible. Like, mm -hmm. I remember my sister seven years younger than me, I remember her getting, you know, being a baby, like, I remember being around babies, and I don't want one. Yeah. Uh, well, to me... I actually did, like we were talking about, the, the term breeder, the first time I ever heard it was from a, a gay friend of mine. I, and I didn't know what it was. And, uh, and then they told me, and, and basically it's just a way to make fun of straight people. And, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I do think that the term has been broadened as the communities are more merging. Like, for instance, there are a, a number of um, people in the gay community who are having families. And in, and not only just, like, not only adopting, which, you know what, I think adoption actually might be harder, too, and more expensive uh -huh. than just getting pregnant or artificially. Uh -huh. Although, for men, I wonder to artificially inseminate another woman... I mean, that's got to be expensive to get, like, a surrogate mom and, and all that kind of stuff. That's got to be expensive. Hello. I think, uh... She's a turkey baster, right? Ah, like, that was really expensive. What? No, it's not. They use a turkey baster to, uh, to do it. I don't feel like it was expensive. They do, they actually Maybe use... Maybe not, I don't know. They actually Whatever. use a turkey baster. And... I'm not a lesbian, and I'm not a reader, so... Well, I, I do think... I think lesbians have the easier, um, at least the least expensive option yeah. of getting they artificial. They have a womb. Yeah, because they have a womb. And, but in any case, so there's that. I don't know if it's more expensive to adopt a baby or to, if you're uh, a two cis men in a couple, or, you know, I don't want to get into everybody's anatomy because that could get really. Um, breedery know. that could be very breedery of me to get into people's uh, yeah. anatomy but in any case uh, 
there's ways that people in the gay community are having children. So I think that the term, which was initially just for straight people, has broadened. And I feel like the term breeder has turned into an environmental conversation. And also a conversation about class and privilege and the environment, which is... And I feel like you also cannot talk about breeders without talking about the movie Idiocracy. Oh, yes. I mean, I feel like you can't talk about a lot of things in the United States of America right now without talking about the movie Idiocracy. Yeah. um, Which was written by that King of the Hill guy, Mike... What the hell is that? Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Yeah. And uh, I love King in the Hill, by the way. That was a great show. Beavis and Butthead, that's yeah, a great show, too. <laughs> and, well, yeah. in any case. Uh, but, but, yeah, because, well, let's, in that movie, um, what happens is there's people who, uh, the, like, the, they're saying, like, the smartest people have, chosen to not have children because the of the environment being bad and the world being just generally a shitty place to the point where actually the only offspring that is being procreated are really stupid people. And the dumb people genes have gotten to such a point that um, they dominate our culture and we're living in an idiocracy. And basically... Uh, it all comes down to our crops are dying and they're trying to water. That's because they're trying to water the crops with Gatorade because they don't know that uh, Gatorade will actually kill plants because they're that stupid. So that's like, like what plants crave. They've gone completely victim to consumerism and have like forgotten about science. Yeah. Uh, and, and well, also another, you know, uh, which I actually am probably the uh, last person, or the only person who will say this, but there's The Handmaid's Tale, which is based off Margaret Atwood's um, book by the same title. And I actually think that The Handmaid's Tale is in season two right now. And season two is off book. We're done with the book. Season one was pretty much on book. Season two is off book. And I actually think Handmaid's Tale is a breeder show. And but basically... Oh, I've never watched that. It's real. Oh, Marine, you have to watch it. It's on Hulu. I'll give you Is my there password. Like a, kind of a theme about like being your right to have children, kind of thing. So yeah, basically, it's it, it's an environmental thing again. So it, and originally the book Margaret Atwood writes it in the eighties, but in any case, so there's a um, uh, people aren't able to have children anymore, but it's because like of the pollution. Like, that people are, the fertility has gone down. So very few women are able to have children. So in in retaliation of that, which is actually really similar to what's going on in the United States now, um, the government turns to a theocracy. And, um, and through that process, it becomes, like, male-dominated, like a patriarchy. And, uh, and in that religion... There's like these people called handmaids, which are women who are fertile that are enslaved to a family of a higher class um, person up in in the religion, someone who's like a person of power. And typically these are all older white men. And then these women are, they're, they're sex slaves. Well, they're concubines. 
and they have like because there's like this whole religious ceremony that goes on when they do it it's disturbing in any yes. case um and all these young women um uh, who are of childbearing are enslaved to these families to um have babies with the men and then and i'm there's way more intricate detail to it read the book go watch the show if you haven't watched it and in any case um it's like led to this enslavement of women and uh in any case i think it's turned like pro breeder because they really made the because offred who's like the main well her real name's june but her enslaved name is offred they name all the women of the males the uh husband's name the the not their husband but, so like her enslaved her um master whatever the hell he his name's fred so her name's of fred but everybody calls her offred um, right. and her real name is June, but in any case, she has a baby, she gets pregnant and, and it turns into the baby turns into for her, like this meaning, this like thing that drives her to survive this, right. this great, like, you know, battle of like whatever. And I'm just like, yeah. no. Right, right. That's like I'm saying, yeah. you're you're having the baby be your motivation to get past this, and I think that's that would be an example of what I think is a pro breeder um, more morale, like because right, they, like you can be self actualized without having a child. Yes, like exactly. You can have motivation beyond a certain point without, like, for yourself. Like, I can't do it for myself, but I'll do it for my baby. Exactly. Like, no, no. I'm going to do it because I don't want to die. Like, and I actually you. think it's one of the things that I really hate about our society because I feel like our society in general is pro-breeder. Like, and for yeah, a woman, that is especially, if you identify as female, um, that is especially yeah. daunting on you. That yeah. your life only has meaning if you if you bring a child into it. And, yeah, and it's like a big decision to not have a child. And like, also, consequences. what's that? And it's like a big decision, like with consequences, when you decide, like, no, I'm not someone who wants a child. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So in any case, I think like one of the reasons that um, when I think, am I, am I, or am I not going to have a child? One reason I don't want to is literally just because, first off, I don't need to have a child. And second off, because I, I really do feel like I'm being brainwashed by society to have one. And it really yeah. creeps me out. And because of that, I don't want to conform to that. Like, and that, that's like some of the issues I have. So there's that. But also, let's talk about the environment. Because first off, in both of these, the idiocracy in this Margaret Atwood book, The Handmaid's Tale, also there's a lot of science fiction based on fertility, uh, these issues that we're talking about, this dystopia, and stemming from that yeah. being, like, um, the idea of the, the human population. Children of Men, that's another... Um, it's based off a book, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, there's a movie. And um, why can't I think of the book? I'm pretty sure there's a book. Anyway, um, what we're talking about with 
um, fertilization, like not having children, blah, blah, blah. And at this point in the, the span of the earth, are we, we are not, we are now peaked in our population. What is the population of the earth? Like 7.7 .7 billion people or some shit like that? Something like that. I don't know. Well, it's like twice the amount of people are on this earth now than have been just like 200 years ago. That's a lot of yeah, fucking wow. people. That's a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot of fucking people. And people don't understand that. I feel like they don't get it. And I'm like, no. In, know, in just know, 200 you know, years. Even they spread out all the people, there would be plenty of room and resources for each person. Well, they're not evenly fucking distributed, so let's figure that the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Well, and that, what's also interesting about that is the United States actually leads in the world's population, even though, like, we do have major cities where, like, you know, there's the population is in the millions, whereas in China, like, it's, like, also the population's, like, completely overwhelmed. And, um, but in the United States, I think people have a delusion that it's not that bad because you could like go to the country still or like travel and there's a lot of open space but that's like literally the united states is just giant um in comparison to other countries like in in land mass i'm talking so but we still have we still lead the world i think we're like the third largest populated country in the world so we're we're and we're consumers so any child that's born here in the United States, then say versus a third world country, that child is going to actually do more damage to the planet Earth than a child living in a third world country because yeah, they, they yeah, don't have like even this, near the diapers alone. The fucking diapers alone. The diapers alone. Um, that's a lot of plastic and kid shit. Um, so they create a lot of trash. Then also, if you're wealthy, your kid's gonna grow up. You got You want to buy them cars. You want to get mm -hmm. them. You want them to have a trip to Disney World. Uh, well, that airplane yeah, that you're I, flying in, I, or I, I, car that you drive to Disney World, is killing the fucking earth. And your kid is a huge part of that. Um, well, yeah. I mean, but by then the earth will be like super fucked anyway, which is another reason like I'm not having children. That's another really great point. Let's so think about the future like, here. I'm going to show my kid, like, this is uh, the president that was alive when you were born, or that was basically the guy that was president when you were born. Like, ew. I'm not proud of that. Yeah, that's gross. Let's think about that. If you have a child today, you have to tell them that you live in the United States and are responsible for Donald Trump being president. That, that's what our generation is responsible for. Do you really want to have a child and, and tell them that? I don't want to. I'm ashamed. You should be ashamed. I'm ashamed. Um, what, also, well, what are they, I mean, especially thinking about the president now, uh, nothing's happening for the environment. And even before that, it was like more like placating to rich people still. Because wealthy people, when it comes down to making money, that's literally all they care about. And that's what any consumer really cares about is material possessions anyway. Um, yeah. But because yeah. of that, I really do not foresee us saving the planet Earth. To a point where no, we're, we're past the point. Now it's too late. Now. It's already too late. 
What's your prediction when that Earth will die officially? Oh, I don't know when, but uh, I think that we're like living for long like a dying empire of like the United States of America and like also the world as a whole. Um, like with this kind of empire thing that we have going on as you know a world, and what I think will happen is that we'll get to the point where we make the Earth uninhabitable for us. And the Earth will just, like, wipe us away, and, you know what I mean? It's like, the, everything has to keep homeostasis, right? Like, so if we're making it too hot, like, the Earth is going to get rid of whatever is causing it to get too hot and fucking up the homeostasis, and that's us. Mm-hmm. And, like, it can get rid of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like an automatic thing. We make it too hot, it's going to get rid of us. Like, we're, the Earth's not going anywhere. We're not killing the fucking Earth. We're making us not be able to live on Earth. The Earth is going to still be here. Do you think rich people like Elon Musk are going to find a way to travel no, out into space? No, I don't think that's what they really want to do. I don't. They don't want to go to Mars? I don't know. I don't know. My boyfriend is very positive and optimistic about this stuff, and he does believe that. Like He believes that there will be, we will have technology that we find that makes our lives sustainable, like, on the earth, like, mm-hmm. you know, for all of these people that we have, and that there's going to be more than enough because of, like, technological advances, and maybe that's true, maybe, but I think that, um, you know, every huge empire falls, and ours is falling, like, it's becoming a fucking joke, mm-hmm. and um, it's become so, you know, there's no middle class anymore, like... Yeah, the disparity of wealth alone that the things that I was raised to be proud of America or like living in America, like the media, like being honest and like, you know, freedom of speech and um, equality and opportunity and, you know, being accepting towards different people and, you know, honesty supposedly in the government, which I don't think we've ever had, but like now, I mean, I don't even feel like at least like with presidents before I felt like they with the exception of Bush, because he always sounded like an idiot, too. But, like, he just sounded stupid. Like, he was, like, mildly stupid. You know, fucking President Trump is, like, he's just embarrassing. Like, he's a buffoon. He is not appropriate. He does not speak inappropriately for his job position. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't. And um, that is... Like, it just makes me think of, like, the excess that you, that I feel like I learned about, like, in grade school and, like, stories of, like, empires that have become huge and we're now, like, falling, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, this excess and this, like, really become, like, America has become a parody of itself. And I think that our society will fall. I think human beings may or may not survive that. I think some probably will and, like, go on, but, like, the earth is going to make sure that, like, we're reduced to a manageable thing on its surface. Just like if you had a yeast, and not to be gross, but, like, you know what I mean? Just like a yeast infection in the body, and they'll set them in their ears. I've never had one. But, like, you know, the whole homeostasis is also, like, we kill the fucking infection. Like, that's what earth is going to do to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh... Not really a place you want to bring children into. No. No, why would I do that? That's horrible. I had a really 
creepy experience at the gynecologist and it wasn't for a yeast infection but I um I've never had a yeast infection before actually so anyway good for you yeah it is good for me uh I went to because my uh, okay well we're going to talk about periods okay guys trigger warning we're going to talk about periods welcome to two yeah. hoes with Delco. Two hours from alcohol, talk about period. Five episodes to talk about it. Talking about menstruation. And I am 36. I'm going to be 37 in August. So I'm pretty old. And my periods were. Fuck you. What? I said fuck you. Yeah, fuck you too, you 37 year old bitch. Mm -hmm. And um, I went in because my periods were getting longer. And I thought I had cervical cancer uh, because I Googled it. And that's what Google told me, that I had cervical cancer. So I was like, fuck. And I went in, and she was like, you don't have cervical cancer. She was like, but she was like, uh, why don't you start taking birth control? So that way, because I'm not on birth control now. I don't really like birth control because cause of so the way. you can have all this stuff you want. That's what you said, right? Because that's what birth control is for. Yeah, well, I mean, that and uh, it also, if you have irregular periods or if you have really heavy periods you can use birth control to um, control your period and make it light and easy to deal with um, I happen to like my period mood swings which is why I never went on the pill because well I was on it before but it just makes me too even and I don't like feeling even but whatever I also don't like having a period that lasts like two weeks how gross is that yeah. that sucks right so I'm going on I'm going on this. So then she tells me, she goes, Are you planning on having children? And I told her, I was like, I'm really not decided and I was like, you know, and I know I'm like thirty seven, so it's kinda like probably not is what I told her. And I was like, um and she was like, Well why? And I was like, Well, I don't have any money, I'm poor and also and she seemed to like kinda blow that off. And I have to tell you, everyone that I've said that to seems to blow that off. Like you, I know. you don't need a lot of money to have kids. Like I would feel, yeah, it's messed up. I don't know why you think it's like responsible to have a child when you're like you when can you barely no buy. Money. Yeah, you can't even take care of yourself. Like yeah, fuck off. I can just barely take care of myself and and like not really well. In any case, so uh, me too. And I have a good paying job. Yeah, I have to go I to the freaking dentist. Job. Shit. I, gotta I go would to, be considered to have a good-paying job if I was, like, a single mom. You, I, seriously. And I know you're living paycheck to paycheck like me. I'm living paycheck I to paycheck. I can't even afford an apartment. Like, I live about my work to afford yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's Let's crazy. And people, and, and just in general, um, people are having babies later and later in our society because our economy is so fucking bad. A lot of people are, like, either choosing not to have children due to finances or they're choosing or they're not having them till like really later in life. Um, and that's like partially due to student loan debt. But in any case, yeah. so the family size in the United States, I think after our generation will be actually a lot smaller. I do think the population due to millennials will be downsized a whole bunch, which I think will be great. I, I'm really yeah. looking forward to the future when there's going to be less kids around. 
Um, oh my god, right? It's gonna be great. People. Enough with this '80s materialistic baby boomer bullshit. Just, I wish the baby boomers would just fucking die. Sorry, mom. Anyway, uh, no, I love my mom. I don't want my mom to die yet. Anyway, but um, but she doesn't understand me. And anyway, so this gynecologist, so she goes, um, she was like, oh, you don't need, it, that's okay. Like, you don't need a lot of money to have a kid. And I was like, okay. And then I said, well, she goes, I was like, also because of the environment. She goes, oh, yeah, like the world that we live in. And then she went, but your kid will be great, though. That's and, another thing that makes me crazy. Yeah. My kid wouldn't be like that. Yeah. And I told her... wouldn't pull his pants down and shit on the desk in class. It was at this point in time yeah, in the conversation, I realized I was, I was talking to a breeder, and I actually will not go back to this doctor after this yeah. visit. I decided that she's way too pro-life for me, and I thought it was really inappropriate the way that she was talking to me. And any other woman who's listening to this who has the same conversation with their doctor, they should also not see them any longer because it is inappropriate. The way that she was talking yeah. to me was not right. You do not like talk to people's bodies like that. And yeah, yeah. And so then I said to her I said everyone says that it's a chemical reaction that we we feel this need to to have children and you think your child's going to be this way. It's the chemicals in your brain. When even when your baby's yeah. first born and I hear like um, mothers have said this to me which I really cannot stand is you don't know what love is until you have a child. And I just want to say, like, I'm sure that they believe that. But the thing is, like, it's really messed up to say that to people. You don't know if someone you're talking to either, one, is responsible and can't afford to have a child and has decided as such, or they physically might not be able to have a child. So basically you're telling this person that they will never know what it's like to fucking love in their life. That's so fucked. I can't believe anyone thinks that's okay to even say to a person. And yeah, I know, I know. And it's chemical and though. They're they're they haven't felt that. I believe them though. At the same time, I think they're ignorant, but I also believe them. But it you people, you need to understand that it's the chemicals in your fucking brain that are making sure that you take care of that baby and you don't leave it in the wild. Because otherwise you you like human beings are completely capable of that. Yeah, and that woman is completely wrong because the truth is she's a fucking cunt. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. It's it. That's what it is. It's like being on ecstasy. Um. Oh. You don't know if you've never done it. You don't know what you love it. Yeah. I mean, there you go. You could say that. Um. The other thing, but in any case, this doctor saying this to me. And then I was like really well, sick of her like at this point. Though, huh. There's a lot of, like, I'm in a couple groups on Facebook, actually, that are child three by toys women's groups that you should consider joining because a lot of women talk about these issues with their doctors. Like, well, it's a major I'm, problem. I'm not on uh, Facebook because uh, yeah. I think Facebook well, sucks. But yeah. do you want to say the names of those pages for anyone who's listening who might want um, to? Yeah, there's the one um, is Child Free Sisterhood, I think, is the, that's the one that comes to mind. I think that was, like, the first one that I joined. Mm-hmm. But there's, if you just, like, search Child Free on Facebook, like, I thought I was alone with so much of the experience that I'm having. Yeah. From 
society and to not have children as a woman in her late 30s and like I found out that I am not alone and like I realized in life like I've gone through a lot of things in my life and I've always been like I'm not alone there's other people there support for this like I really didn't speak it out I didn't even think to speak it out I didn't even think it was like I thought it was just something weird about me that like I was going to uh, change my mind because everyone told me that I was going to change my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, and then suddenly, you know, I started reading all these like these other people's comments that other people were going through this, and like, wow, like really, what was happening was like people, and they didn't do it on purpose, but like they were not respecting my adult decision that I made. You know, and they're telling me like, no, I'll, I'll tell you what society tells you to think, and like make you question your decision making when like actually have real concrete reasons why I'm not having children, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I just want to clarify, like, actually, it's not my immediate family, like, my immediate family does not pressure me, my parents and my sister and, like, you know, my family, but it's been more, like, friends and, like, families of boyfriends and boyfriends yeah. themselves, which is, like, super fucked up, like, mm-hmm. no, like, you're going to change your mind, you're going to change your mind, like, no, I'm not, and then you're going to resent me someday, you know what I mean, like, yeah. you are... Uh, you're putting me in a position where, like, I'm misleading you when I'm telling you straight up, like, no, I don't want children. And you're just like, you're going to change your mind. No, you're going to change your mind. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these I... People these people are told that by society and they don't question it. Because, it... like, they don't have to. Because whatever, maybe they're a man or maybe they do want to have children or... I do find... Maybe they can't have children, which totally sucks even more. Yeah. I do find it satisfying being 36, 37 now. And when people ask me, instead of saying, no, I don't have children, I tell them how old I am. And then I say, I don't have children. And then they shut the fuck up every time. Versus when you're younger, people say, first off, here's another thing. It is actually, it's extremely rude to ask, and this is a breeder thing to do, to ask someone if they have a child. Like, why yeah, would you do that? Have kids. What? Or when they're gonna have kids? Yeah, like I when mean, now as much as like the other thing too, like now if somebody chooses to have a child, I just want to specify that I don't dislike people that have children. I a lot of my friends have children. Um, most of my friends actually have children, and 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 a lot of them, some of them have a lot more money than me and I and I'm like that's you know I get it some of them don't have a lot more money than me but bottom line no matter what when I'm thinking about like judging them for having children is that you know what anyone does with their body is their own business and it's it's not it's not my I I shouldn't be placing judgment on anyone on how what they choose to do with their body and so my point being here is like when you do the whole do you have any kids thing, you're really putting your body, your agenda of your body onto me by asking me a question like that. Because... Your assumption that I'm doing what you're doing. Yeah. Like, and you... Why would you say that? Why are you asking about whether I'm having sex with my husband or boyfriend? Exactly. And also, um, there, there is like an issue with class, I think. Um, and I actually do think that more middle class people 
who probably, like myself, like I was raised, um, well, I guess working class, I mean middle class. I grew up in a single family home and um, I never wanted anything. You know, I always had everything I needed and all that. And I feel like maybe because of that and the fact that I'm older now, I chose to go to art school and that was a mistake because I'm really poor, but, <laughs> but whatever, you can't, you are where you are and I'm poor. And because of what I had growing up, and I know that I can't provide that for a child, is, is a deciding factor for me to not have a child, because whatever. Now, now there is a class difference there. Like, that would make that I'm, I'm having these second thoughts because of finances, where in a lot of lower-income working-class families, it's not even thought about. It's not even a thing. Like... They just, you know, they, it, I don't, I don't, it's, it's just a very, um, different thing that I can't speak to because, yeah. um, I lack the experience and, um, and I think that's also dangerous territory that you're getting into when you're going around saying, when I go around, for instance, telling people I can't have children cause I can't afford it because, because that's not right of me to do either, honestly. To, right. to go around telling people that. Um, because then what? Only rich people are allowed to have babies in the future? That's fucked up. That shouldn't be true at all. And then again, like I'm saying, if we, if we want babies that aren't going to be environmentally um, bad for the earth, we actually don't want rich people to have babies. It'd be better for poorer people to have babies because they're not buying them as much shit. But I don't know. I don't know because there's more poor people and then more babies and it just turns into whatever. eugenics or some shit like that. It's yeah, that's that's the problem. That is a conundrum as far as like trying to control the population is like you then decide who to control and it's going to end up being fucking fucked up. So like you can't do that. But I, the I, best thing though really is wish, like, is education for for women, sex ed for right. women. Across the board. Yeah. Because I think a lot of women don't know that they have this choice or don't even think to have these conversations that you and I are having because they right. come well, from a different background. I've actually had conversations with people, men and women, who like about that. I said, you know, so why do you want to have a child? And people can't tell me why. They have never thought about it. It's just what you do. Yeah. So many people are like that, and and it's like, what? Uh, why? Like, so what? Why? Like, I can tell you why I don't, but I can tell you reasons why I would want to have a child. You know why I would think people do have children, but um, one know, reason I would want one. I would want a child to have like a piece of my DNA live on yeah. after me. Exactly. But that's like a really sad and controlling place to put your, your soul into, to put your yeah, worth into. It's not the reason to have a kid. Exactly. Because the other thing is you don't know what you can't control life. You don't know if that kid's going to be born and then not live past you. Yeah. And then what if yeah. that kid doesn't have kids after them, then exactly. what your DNA dies with that kid. So it's, yeah. but I will say that is, I think that's a reason a majority of people do have children 
And it's because yeah. it's a basic human. My family name has to live on. Yeah. Like, that's like the one reason, like, what? And okay. it's really sad. So, because I also think it has a lot to do, giving birth has a lot to do with fearing death and being afraid of dying, honestly. Okay. And um, in any case, when I'm struggling now, because like, so I didn't even finish the story with the gynecologist. So she's telling me all this shit. I'm like, whatever. All right. So I'm going on the birth control and um, she's, it gives, it gives me a spiel on like 500 different birth controls. We talk about kids, birth control. Leave, I leave my, the appointment um, and then I look on my receipt. They give me a receipt um, from my visit and it says diagnosis perimenopausal. And um, I had never, never heard this word before. I didn't, I don't know, I didn't know what it was. And so I looked it up and I mean, of course, I know what menopausal is, but I never heard perimenopausal. So peri, all women from the time you get your period are premenopausal, okay? But then there's a state. Oh, really? Yeah, we're all, oh. we're all premenopausal. It's just, you know, it's before menopause. You're not menopausal, you're, it's before menopause. But perimenopausal is um, the stage right before menopause. So it's like, and the stage of perimenopausal could last a year to 10 years. It's not really like conducive, like what's going on. But in any case, um, what's going on in my body though is my estrogen levels are lowering, um, which means that I'm not releasing as many eggs every month. Um, my periods are going to get irregular. There's all these kind of side effects with it. And actually, it's a really important stage in a woman's um, development or de-development, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. No one talked about it. No, no, one, talked no about one talked about it, it to me. This, this gynecologist did not talk to me about this. And I think that is so fucked up. And it's because yeah. of it's this pro-breeder mentality. She probably was like, oh, I don't want her to get upset or think she can't have children yes. oh, and instead of God, like right. talking to me about it she completely diverted not only did she yeah. not talk to me about it like let's say for instance i were going to try to have children it would actually it would be harder to get pregnant it's not impossible yeah but it would now, yeah yeah but i talk about what that you can be in in your 30s you know like people are like well in your 30s, it's going to down. I got that why because you can do perimenopausal. Yeah. Perimenopausal. Yeah. But see, I thought it was like menstruating, then premenopausal, which is like a couple years before your menopause. And But you're saying so the whole time you have your period, you're premenopause. And that's yeah. perimenopause is like right before. right before menopause. Yeah. And, uh, and I had to go online and figure this shit out from a goddamn fucking receipt. I am so pissed about it. I think that is disgraceful healthcare bullshit, breeder healthcare okay. bullshit. I, I, I really think that that doctor diagnosed me as that and should have talked to me about it because I actually have, I've been taking, I know about birth control, okay? I didn't need a half hour fucking lecture on birth control and how to have a fucking baby if I want one. What I needed was a conversation about what perimenopausal means because I didn't fucking know. And I... I was really, I'm really upset. Other legal bases about the fucking birth control and having babies. Yep. Make sure they're not like too pro-choice. And it's just like when you think about, 
And I guess that's why I like being angry and, and calling people breeders because I actually think that this society is so fucked and stacked against me who, um, for, for living the life that I'm living and making the choices that I'm choosing to do and being responsible with the fact that I don't have any money and can't afford to have a child that... Right, and you don't get any tax breaks for being a single fucking female. No, you don't you get know, any tax breaks. it's more breaks expensive back. to live that way. It's so much more expensive to be a single person. Uh, it's like horrible. And then you can't even get proper health care because you're going to the doctor. And that's the other thing, like, doctors are supposed to be, it's supposed to be, like, a science, it's science, right? Like, yeah. it's supposed to be all logic there. But the thing is, people don't realize that our healthcare system is not that. It actually, yeah. I mean, it's it's not, it's illogical. It's, it's shaped through our culture and through people's beliefs and... You have to be you have to be judgmental. You can't go in there and just trust anything a doctor tells you. It's it's messed up because it's kind of like, you know, how can I go in there being like a detective or some shit when I don't even know anything about about it? But I guess just read your right. rece- read your receipts is all I could say. Yeah, read your receipt, right? Um, and. <clears throat> And also, uh, what I have to say about perimenopause, if you're listening to this for educational reasons, might not even be 100% accurate because I had to Google it. And then, so it's like, who knows? Who knows what I read online that was actually correct and what wasn't correct? So, I don't know, but your doctor didn't fucking tell you, so you don't have any other resources. Yeah. Or you have to consult Dr. Google. Um, yeah, so. And then, but again, I. Like I said, I don't think it's right to say that someone can't have a child if they're poor. And I don't think it's right to say um, that a person can't have a child because they want to live on, you know, for any personal reasons. I just think, like, whatever someone does with their body is what they do with their body. But I, I just i am really sick of the pressures of... This is our society, which seems to be um, to procreate because honestly, at the end of the day, it's, it comes down to money. You know, everyone stands to make more money if you choose to have a child, I feel like, except for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said yep. you're going you're gonna to lose yeah, we money. Yeah, need more consumers. And, you know, I mean, hey, I fucking, I might as well have won the lottery the fact that I'm not having a child. I might as well have one the lottery because I have so much extra money now. <clears throat> I also, when friends of mine are pregnant because I make so many breeder jokes, they actually, I feel bad that I make so many breeder jokes because they actually feel, yeah. ba- they feel bad telling me that they're having a baby. <laughs> and um, I feel bad trying to be happy for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, you know... Honestly, some people, I really get it because they don't have babies and then they travel the world and stuff like that. But I don't even get to do that. I don't have babies and I, I don't have a glamorous life either. So it's not it's not all it's cracked up to be, not being a, a breeder. I feel like our payoff will come later when everyone else is like paying their kids college and stuff. And we don't have to do that. Well, in the future, I hope that all state colleges paid for 
by the government. I agree with you. I certainly hope that as well. But with the White House as it is now, we're not even going to have retirement, so... Oh no! I mean, I mean, my my mom's not able to retire even today. So it's just, and you're supposed to have, you know, you're supposed to have twice uh, your salary saved up by the time you're 36 years old for retirement. Ah, lol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's insane to me because I mean I really do live paycheck to paycheck, and it's like I don't know where the fuck. Other people are putting their money. Um, is there any word for non-breeders? Child-free by choice. What? Child-free by choice. Child-free by choice. That's really long, though. It's not really catchy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Old crone. No, that's a that sounds yeah. negative. I guess breeder sounds I, negative. Yeah, it's negative. Um, what about like on one of your, you know, non-breeder Facebook pages, child don't they have, by choice. Oh. people say CF for child free. CF? CF for child Ah, free. I like that. Yeah. CF. Oh, wait, weren't you telling me, there's probably words, but. Weren't you telling me that they call, um, moms moose or something like that? Yes. Moose, yes. And like, like, um, that dog called dad, like, the duh, like, the moo and the duh were sitting there while, like, the child was on the floor screaming or something like that, yeah. They're, they get mean, it gets really funny. Oh, my God, I would love to read that. Like, moo, because, like, they're fucking cows, you know. Like, what, there's, like, what's duh? For the men. What's, huh? what's duh for the men? Duh, just, like, duh, like, they're duh. Uh, what about for same-sex couples? Are there names for them? I don't know that there would be, like, I feel like there would be two moods and two dogs, you know? Yeah, it would be just, like, double da. Yeah. Or, or they'd yeah, be, like, yeah. there's a, a a cattle. Cattle? Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. You're obsessed with these fucking pronoun things. Thing. Well, I mean, if we're gonna really, if we're gonna critique uh, breeders, we we have to critique the um, the patriarchal context as well, and that being gender roles. Well, of course, there's because it's a patriarchal construct, breeders in general mm. is a patriarchal construct. No so mm. fucking no, there is no gender neutral term. For moves than does. Because there isn't one. You're either a moo or you're a fucking duck. Okay, so you just have to identify within that spectrum if you're a breeder. Yeah, because, like, with that, there's no, within that context, there's no, there's just no gender neutral role. There's just not, if you're going to fit into being a breeder, you have to fit into something. Now, I know, people will be like, I have children, and I'm not like that, and of course. You know, then I guess you're, like, not a breeder-breeder that we're talking about. Just chill the fuck out. Um, well, I mean, but I just want to make everyone feel included in the conversation, is all I'm saying. And I think that 
if we're acting all pissed off because society doesn't accept us because we don't want to have children, then we should understand people who are pissed off at society because they don't understand that they don't want to play by normal gender roles. So we basically, and what you're fighting for right now, you realize, is a gender-neutral term to insult people that are having children. That's what you're asking for. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely interesting to remember. Like, um, moods, uh, mudas. Yo, yo, muda. Yo, yo, muda. I like that. Muda. No. That's so weird. D you're just saying both of them. You're just saying DM. one and the other. It's not even you're saying muda, like just one and then the other word. Um it just doesn't work for me. I had uh I don't know there's, what's the gender neutral term for a fucking mom or dad in regular life. Well, uh a friend of mine a friend of mine, uh the it's a lesbian couple and the um they have a son and they call the one parent is called a mapa instead of papa mapa, mapa. Like mom, papa. yeah okay put so together what you want to know is how to insult that person for their lifestyle maybe mapa is a good way to do it but We're no they like it they think it's cute so we can't yeah, do that yeah, no. We'll think of something. We gotta think of something. You're so fucked up on like such a next level. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, well, I don't know. I feel like we um, unpacked the shit out of this whole breeder thing. And, you know, I just wanna say that I started this conversation with you wanting to be the um, person who relates to people who have children. And after talking to you for an hour about this, I am back on, I'm back on the, I'm not having kids horse. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry, the obvious fucking decision. To me, anyway, but obviously I am on the extreme end of the spectrum of do I have kids or not have kids. So, can I ask you a personal oh, question? The other thing they call, wait, the other what? thing they call moms is mom like zombie, it's like they're fucking. Uh, like, the other mom too, mommy. That's like, good. Yeah. I like moves better. A, a mommy and a dog, but yeah, new is like very descriptive of like what they do with their bodies with their children, which sounds so gross and that kind of made me laugh inside. Well, what they do with their bodies. Sometimes with their children. moms make me feel like less of a a woman now. Like, uh, yeah, they know they do too, and they think that's part of the whole thing of the power of like, yes, I'm a mom. I like, gave oh, well, that's birth. Well, mother. Like, fuck you. So I'm not a lady because I'm not somebody's mother. Well, no, I'm not a lady because they say fuck you all the time. Or um, I, I had, uh, I feed my baby through my breasts. Have you ever fed anyone with your breasts before? No, that's fucking gross, dude, and weird. I squeeze the. Yo. I was watching on Facebook, there was a video that it was like, new moms can have a deep break of their breastfeeding days. 
You can get your breast milk made into a piece of jewelry. That's so gross. I know, disgusting, right? And it's like all like, oh, like the mom's like putting your hands over it. Like, you see like the mom like, oh, like. What kind of jewelry is it? It's like a pearl? It's like, it looks like a pearl, yeah. Ew! The one that they were showing looks like a big giant pearl pendant. That makes yeah. me be like. They, it's like they mix it with the hardener and then let it dry and the mold and then months and have a keepsake of their breastfeeding days. Like that makes that makes me think that people need to get actual pearl necklaces made. And if you know what I mean by pearl ne- necklace. I know. Yeah, right. We should give them a pearl necklace. Like, uh-uh. yeah. Like, and um, maybe you could start collecting your your boyfriend's comb. And get, and, um, yeah. <laughs> and And then, uh, and then the next time we, we go, we go to one of those moo parties and all, all the, the moos take out their milk, breast milk, pearl necklaces. We'll take out our cum necklaces. I'll be like, I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I'm a mommy. I'm a mommy too. I'll be like, I'm a fucking whore. <laughs> um. That's really See, gross. Pearl necklace, each of them has come from a different guy. <laughs> it gets longer every night. And then, and then just to one up you, I'm gonna pull like uh, anal beads out of my purse, and I'm gonna go. Guess what these are made from? <laughs> are they made from poop or cum? <laughs> That's gross. I wouldn't make them out of poop. It would be calm. It would be impressive. What is the difference if you could make it out of breast milk? No, I would make it out of I would I would make it out of cum. And it would be a way to one up you. Like whatever the material is that comes out of your butt with the butt anal piece. This is getting too gross. Um the construction workers are like staring at me from across the street. Just kidding, they're not. Um, yeah. Anyway, in closing, I wanted to like personally ask you, like, what Wait, was that make a, good stripper. a construction yeah, worker? Oh, or like a landscaper? Because it's going to be at a sycamore tree, so maybe we can get a landscaper stripper. Well, is he going to be a Mexican? <sighs> We're going to have to. A landscaper, even though he's naked. We're gonna have to apologize for that. <laughs> um, Sorry, what, you were gonna ask me something. Abolish ice. I just want to say that. Abolish what? ice. Abolish ice. Abolish ice. Ice. Abolish ice. I'm just gonna say that. What are you saying? Um, I'm saying we need to abolish ice, Marine. Are you, like, are you in your drink? No, Maureen. Do you watch the news? Uh, no, not really. Have you heard I about the... Have you heard about the Thai soccer team that's stuck in a cave? Yeah, I have, which sounds like a plot to a fucking James Bond movie or something, but anyway. Or, like, the Goonies. Yeah, 
Yeah, and like they're sending down, like what's his face is saying to send down a custom submarine or something. Yeah, but it'll be a pirate ship. Anyway, uh, I'm saying abolish ICE, which is ICE, which is the um, government organization that is separating families, um, oh. uh, immigrant immigration. I forget. I don't know what the initial. Well, it's it's an acronym. I think it's officially an acronym because yeah, it spells out a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. it's uh, immigration. Immigration control or something. Control abuse. Abusive immigration control enforcement. Maybe that's what it is. Anyway, uh, that's what I was saying. I was saying abolish ICE. Okay. And it was because you suggested that we get a Mexican stripper dressed as a construction worker. And I. Yeah, uh, I feel like it makes it better that you said that. All right. I'm just enough. trying to help. Just trying to help. Uh, and you know what I, you know what, there's a reason for fucking certain stereotypes. Listen, man, I'm from Delaware County. I don't have the most, the most polished speech. The most polished speech? The most polished Sorry, I actually didn't. I wasn't intentionally making fun of you. I was trying to like say most polished speech, and it's like you can't you say it. It's hard to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's political correctness is what you're looking for. No, um, that's actually I mean, probably I why. Of course, like that. Yeah, I like that. Of course. I feel like they um, say political correct um, because uh, you can't say polished speech very well, so they made it political correctness. That's probably why. That's probably exactly the turn of events. No, I mean, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying that um, most immigrants are construction workers because it's a great way to get, it's an easy job to get. Um, yeah, you can make good when, money. And you can make good and money when you're coming over from the States. And also developer dick asshole rich people like to hire immigrants because they don't want to pay um, union workers, the their fair due, and they're always trying to dick people over. But and and then they're just stuck in a rock and a hard place because they need a job. So it's just a fucked up thing, and that's why I wanted to say abolish ice when you said Mexican construction worker stripper. I think that was the right thing to do. Thank you. That's all. I. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You got it, girlfriend. All right, so in closing, I wanted to get your personal story of what um, you – was there like an official point in time where you decided to not be a breeder? What's your personal story in five um, – in like five I seconds? Because I um, – well, for a long time – ever since I was really young, I was like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. And then for a long time in my 20s, I was like, no, I definitely – like, I can't even take care of myself. So I was, like, a big partier, and then, like, in my 30s, I was, like, I don't know, maybe, like, in my early 30s, and then I realized, like, no, I do not want children for, like, a number of reasons, and I was with a guy at the time, and he wanted kids, and I kind of said earlier, like, oh, like, it caused, like, friction, because he kept insisting I was going to change my mind, and I was, like, nope, really not going to change it, and then finally I ended up that relationship, ended up ending that relationship and then um, now I'm with a guy who also does not want kids which is the best decision I've ever made because I feel like a huge 
Um, but I feel like that was more of a weight on me than I realized, like, having this feeling of, like, feeling like, oh, my God. Like, the one main reason I would have a kid, my number one reason that I would have a kid is to avoid regretting and not having a kid. And I yeah. think that is not a reason to bring a child into the yeah. world. So, like, anybody who thinks I'm, like, oh, selfish for not having a child, like, fuck you and, like, talk to me about it because, no, I think that I've made the most loving decision for any potential child I could have for a lot of reasons. Uh, my, yeah, my personal story, I mean, just kind of the same for you is, uh, I, the only thing that I think about when having a children, child is possible regret, regret. Um, I do think about, uh, there are things that I think would be really fun about being a mom. Like I would love to have a child to teach and mentor, like I do think about stuff like that, that would be really fulfilling to my life. Um, but basically what it, so those motherly instincts like are inside of me, I shouldn't say motherly, but panter, uh, parental, parently, what? Paternal, paternal. I have these paternal instincts. Oh shit. Wow. Dads really take everything, don't they? Anyway, well, anyway, I, I have motherly instincts, um, so there is a part of that with me. I'm still, I guess, because well, when nurturing. I think like it's that... Nurturing instincts. Nurturing, not motherly necessarily. Nurturing. Not necessarily a mother, but you're nurturing. There you, you go. You have to be a mother to nurture. I do have these nurturing instincts within me um, that makes me be undecided. But I am super weighed by the fact that um, I fear that partly it's due to regret. Um, I definitely felt that regret when I found out I was perimenopausal. Like I was like, oh shit, I really don't have a lot of time. And I started to feel that regret. Um, I, uh, I also do have the, the uh, basic DNA instinct to pass along my DNA. It's, it's a part of every human being. Um, we all feel that. Um, both these past two reasons that I talked about, DNA and regret, are not reasons to have a child. Those are not reasons to have a child. But the, uh, the uh, motherly instinct, the nurturing thing, is kind of beating at me. Um, so, you know, I'm on the fence. But what's definitely keeping me off the fence is the fact that I have no money. So, <laughs> you know, right. that's not, I'm definitely not going to have a kid with the job that I have. You know, I'm cleaning houses if for a I fucking were, living. Like, if I were like truly wealthy, I would have considered having a child and mm -hmm. only because I could have someone else care for the child. Yeah. Yep. And I would probably like be cold. I feel maybe not, but like I don't know. Not the best. I feel mom. like I wouldn't be there enough. No, I don't think I would be there emotionally. Yeah. It's hard enough for me to be there emotionally, like for myself. Even as a friend you know? to me, you're not emotionally available to me. It's, it's pretty true. I'm pretty emotionally unavailable. So I think as and it gets worse the older I get. So I think if I had a child, it's better. It would be a major problem. Yeah. But I often think that if I were wealthier, that I shouldn't be so judgmental. Because if I were wealthier, I, pro I, th I think I probably would have a kid. 
because I wouldn't be worried about money. I don't know. I agree with that. Um, but, all right, so this was really, this was a really good talk, really good talk, maybe a little depressing for people. No? I thought it was great. Desert. I love talking to other child-free people. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to add? Um, no. Not that, like, in touch with my creative abilities, if you know what I mean, because I don't have children, so I don't know. All right, well... We really, we really went on here for quite some time. I think it's been like an hour and a half. We still don't have any sponsors. If you are a sponsor listening to this right now, perhaps uh, trying to think of like... Are you a sponsor? What about... Yeah, we want to make money, Maureen. We need advertisers. Like, like we just did a... someone out there like, who identifies as a sponsor? And we're like, I'm a sponsor. Like, what about... Sponsor. What about Huggies? Diapers. Yeah, that would have been a great... They would love this show about <laughs> how I specifically pointed out the, the... How diapers ravaged the environment, like, even from one cow, the amount of diapers. What about, what about Legos? I hear breeders oh, complain they about them all the time. There's lead in them, lead in the old ones, and, like, the blue old ones or something. My new lead house is, is full of lead. And especially Yeah, apparently, like, everything in Philadelphia is, but I was just listening to that on another show on the radio. Oh, yeah, that's not, a lot of the babies being born to breeders in Philly right now are getting, like, lead poisoning and air pollution because of all the construction. Ah, uh, I'm sorry, that was horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. No, well, I mean, the, the people having the baby, a lot of people that I know having babies know this. They know that the the there's air pollution and that it's and lead. Like, well, maybe mine will be okay. And it causes learning disabilities, and uh, there's so much other things. I think it can cause autism, but I definitely do know that lead poisoning leads to learning disabilities. So, yeah. Um, but we grew up all around lead. Only it actually it's actually really heightened because of all the construction in the air. Um, it's actually more heightened than, like, it's ever been in, like, 20 years or some shit like that. A hundred years. Um, well, so, I guess if you want to have a kid, you have to take that gamble and then cry later when the kid has a fucking learning disability. Like, why? You know why. What, a birth control. That's a company that needs advertising and... Yeah. They can advertise with us. I would love to do a birth control commercial. Birth control. Wawa. I can't believe Wawa hasn't called. When your period is talking. Well. That was a pretty good jingle. Yeah, um, I bet it was. Condoms. Good old con Nobody likes condoms. Good old. I, I was just going to say, I was like having nobody. a problem. I was like, did I say it? Just but, to, like, they, you need them for safe sex. For safe sex. Mm -hmm. Gotta have safe sex. But you know what I have? is fucking copper IUD. Like, the mother of all birth control. Oh, like, was that painful? Without chastity. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't want to get it because it's painful. 
Yeah, they have to dilate you a little bit. So oh. It's extremely painful. Um, but it's like, it is painful for like a day, and then it's like fine. And then you never have to worry about it again for 10 years. Wow, that's incredible. And there's no hormones. IUDs. IUDs, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't uh, prepared for the pain. I couldn't do it. You could also get your tubes tied. That's the permanent. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's like the surgery, so. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Okay, everyone, uh, get your tubes tied, get your IUDs out, get your birth control, pop birth control, snap on a condom, and tune in next week. We haven't decided what our next week's topic's going to be, but we sure hope you enjoyed this breeder, very special breeder episode. So say goodbye, Maureen. Bye, Maureen. Bye, everyone. Don't have children, don't give birth to babies. Podcast, do do Podcast, two hoes, two hoes. Don't pull your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts.